Hey guys, this is a special occasion today, isn't it? I mean, like, not only are we starting this month with a new sermon series called Back to Basics, where we talk about all things and everything in relationships, but Matthew here is finally taking his hand at preaching. I know some of you guys have been waiting, have you guys been thinking about it for a long time, but he is finally here. But of course, I am here too to be a part of this tag team preaching with you guys. Um, anything from Matthew? All good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about friendship. But before we start, why don't we pray? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the um, opportunity to be here, God, for me and Titus to be able to deliver your word, God. And we pray, Lord, as we um, tell your word to the teens, God, that you open their hearts, open their minds, God, for them to be able to hear the things that you want them to hear for them, uh, whatever they need to do in their daily lives right now. Thank you, Jesus. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So we are on a topic of friendship, right? Relationships. Yeah, friendships. friendships. That kind of thing. <laughs> All right. So, but we're going to talk about what is friendship, though? No. What is friendship? Um, well, I think there's a lot of things about friendship. Friendship, well, friendship, um, type of friendship are like acquaintances, best friends, oh, yeah. buddy buddies, or just like kind of know you. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of things. But so, well, what do friends do? Well, I think a friend is someone that you love and who loves you. Someone you respect and who respects you. Someone whom you trust and who trusts you too. And a friend is honest and makes you want to be honest. A friend is loyal. Yep. There's this cool, um, uh, what is it called again? There's a cool explanation of friends that me and Titus got while we're searching the web. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It was on Pinterest. It, it's, it's on Pinterest, Bel- Believable, yes. guys. <laughs> but it's a cool thing. I, we want to share this with you. So what we found out, and you can look at the screen, there's a slide. It says that friend is a person whom one knows well and trusts. Yep. One who you can both laugh and cry with. That's, that's pretty true. Mm. Someone you can always rely on. Oh, yeah. Yep. And one who is held in the highest regard. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> and my favorite one right here is the family you choose. That's true. I think I really love that one. Family you choose. But for sure, I think there's always problems with friendship, right? Since we are humans. We understand that we're humans. And we humans, we have different emotions. We have different reactions to different things, different subjects. And also, we also have different backgrounds. Like I'm Batak, well, he's Batak too, but still we have different backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in COVID time, it's, it's way, way harder, right? To maintain a function. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I feel, I feel this is something we all experience and are experiencing like right now. Even for me, I have trouble keeping my friendships, whether that's uh, my friends from university, my friends from old high school, the ones I meet even at church. Friendships are pretty hard. And as adults, it's actually even harder for me sometimes. With now that all people, that all my friends are working or have different schedules, it's hard to like collaborate and to be able to talk to each other. And so like one of my closest friends, we've been trying to talk or play some video games for a really long time, but our schedules have always been clashing and we end up not talking at all. And especially since we're both bad texters, it's been hard during this really online season, COVID season. So we end, up, we end up not talking and missing out on a lot of things that have happened in our lives, important changes, and even relationships that have added or disappeared during exactly. the time. Exactly, and I feel the same way. I have, there's lots of friendships that has taken a bad road during this time. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think all of you too, right? Mm-hmm. But so we talk about what friendship are and things that we face and the problems with friendship. But how do we develop better friendship? Yep. How do we develop it, and where can we go to learn that? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Simple, really. We're going to talk about Jesus, and we're going to look at Jesus. All right. And one of our main verses is John fifteen twelve through fifteen. It'll be on the screen, hopefully, and so you can read along as well. It says this, My command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do, not, if you do what I command, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my Father, I have made known unto you. So you might be asking upon this verse, what might Jesus' love look like to us? I mean, we aren't exactly dying on the cross anytime soon. I mean, I pray that nobody watching this is going to be dying on a cross anytime soon. So I really pray so. And so what is an example that we all can grasp more of? This is going to be about Jesus and Peter's relationship, what happened and what Jesus did with Peter. And so if we look through the Gospels, throughout the books of the Gospels, we know that God had a band of disciples that were with him for most of his ministry on earth. We all know that one of them was a bit extra, very extra, actually. The one that always says that he loved Jesus. So this Peter, the one that loved Jesus, was told just before Jesus was taken by the Romans and the Pharisees to be crucified, Jesus told Peter that Peter would deny Jesus three times before the rooster crows. And this being Peter, of course, Peter being extra, being the one that says he loves Jesus, <laughs> said fiercely, no, even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. Big claims from this guy, right? Big claims. Big statement. But we all know how the story goes, right? Once Jesus was taken and the disciples dispersed, Peter was asked if he was was a follower of Jesus three times. And guess what? Peter denied them three times. Once the rooster crowed, he realized that what he did and felt guilty afterwards. Exactly. Well, through all these things, after Peter denied Jesus three times, Fast forward after Jesus' resurrection. He appeared to his disciple three times. Jesus appeared to his disciple three times. And actually, Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And of course, Jesus didn't ask this only one time. But Jesus asked this three times also. And then Peter affirms his love for Jesus Mm. also three times. There's lots of three times going a lot on here, of right? Three denials. You guys, you guys see this, right? Yeah, three denials, three times mm-hmm. in Jesus' resurrection. And three then, loves. Yeah, mm. three loves. <laughs> lots of three times. Well, which then, not only did Peter reaffirm his love for Jesus three times, but yep. Jesus also gave him the task of feeding his lamb, taking care of his sheep, and to feed his sheep. Yep. Thus, reconciling Peter from his previous mistakes and recommissioning him to a higher task as the shepherd of God's people. You can read this in um, the book of John, in John 21, verse 13 and 17, if you want to read it on your own. 13 through 17. Yes. But for some of you guys, if you might not know this, Peter was also the first person who started the church. Imagine that he denied God three times, he affirms his love to God three times, and then he actually got a big and awesome task and was able to be... Like a promotion in some sense. Yeah. yeah. First church, man. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, so 
we might think like, okay, we talk about Jesus and Peter, we know the story, we've read it a couple of times in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean to us? Like, what does it mean for us in this time of quarantine? What does it mean? How do we do it? How do we make it practical? Yeah. Well, we have three main points that we want to tell you. The first point is we have to be intentional. We too, we too should express that love and friendship to others. We have to be intentional and forgiving as Jesus was. In this time of COVID, we lose out on friendships. We drift apart. We take that three-day hiatus, maybe like Jesus did on the cross. Or maybe during quarantine, it has been three months or a year hiatus. But we have to remember, as Christ followers, we are called to love others and be intentional about loving others. So this includes reaching out to your friends, to your friends, reaching out to those who you haven't talked to, even standing up to your friends who have been hurt, because that is something Jesus has called us all to do. Exactly. That could mean asking for a Zoom call with some of your friends, or maybe reaching out to one of them, and, to one of the friends that you haven't talked to, and telling them that you still want to make this friendship work. Or maybe it's just really simple for some of us guys or some of, some of you girls, it could be simple as asking them to play some video games with you, to maybe rekindle that friendship. And in this time of COVID, friendship can look very different. They can feel very different, but if we are called to be that good friend, we have to be that, the ones who intentionally reach out and give back love. Exactly. And the second point we want to tell you is that we have to be genuine. Mm-hmm. From the story of Jesus and Peter, we can see that relationships are flawed. Well, the human side is not Jesus. Jesus was not because Jesus was the perfect friend. That's right. That's right. Even though Jesus knew Peter was going to deny him, Jesus still loved Peter. He didn't push Peter away, but instead, Jesus pointed out the wrong things that he has done or is going to do and lead him to a better path. Mm -hmm. And at the end, Peter was restored, as we read before. Just like Peter, we are flawed. Our friends are flawed. But just like Jesus, we are called to love each other like how Jesus loved Peter and just like how Jesus loved loved us again we may not be dying on the cross hopefully i I pray not (laughs) i pray not (laughs) we may not be dying for the cross for our friends but we have to be a genuine friend to be that dependable friend no matter what but also not being afraid to be real and to rebuke when Mm. things aren't okay remember that because when things in the relationship need to be spoken not you need to tell it that's right. You need to call your friends. You need to talk about it. God knows friendship have flaws. But God is not going to let those flaws ruin the relationship. That's right. Genuine friends are not afraid to point out things that are wrong or the flaws that you have. And the last part is we have to be the elevator. I love that, no? <laughs> yeah, we elevator. have to be the elevator. A little bit weird, but we have to be the elevator. So just like Jesus, we also have to be a friend who elevates each other. We have, whether that is the relationship at hand, the relationship itself, or the life the friend has, or even elevate and support the friend to do better or even reach higher goals in themselves. So to continue from the story of Jesus and Peter, we see that Jesus didn't leave Peter as he was, uh, but Jesus called Peter to do better, to be part of the church, to start the church. Jesus used Peter's past mistakes to elevate him to a higher calling, that calling of the church. For us, it might not be elevating your friend to do a different career path, or making them a pastor or anything like that. Right, Matthew? 
shade. <laughs> but it is about elevating them to do better. Yes, you are that genuine friend who forgives and calls them out, but you also push them to be better, whether that is to push them to do better in the friendship, in the way they handle life, or even on how they react or uh, react on situations. Amen. So just like Jesus, we have to be that elevator friend who elevates the lives of those who surround ourselves with. Because remember, this is something that we are called to do. Remember what we talk about, John 15, verse 12 to 15? It says that, My command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than, no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command, and no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Mm-hmm. So we are called to love each other just like Jesus has loved us. Jesus has called us to love with intentionality. Yeah, how do you spell it? Intentionality. There you go. I'm bad at that. <laughs> love with genuine love. That's right. And then desire to elevate our friendship and our friends. Yep. So as we close this service today, well, not the service, just a sermon. Sermon, yes. Message. We have a challenge for you. Our challenge to you all is to reach out to some of the people that you have had a falling out with or a clash of different opinions during the seasons of COVID. And remember, friendships don't end with a fight or an awkward conversation or even the silent treatment like some of you guys might be experiencing right now. Yep. We are called to love beyond all of that, called to love like Jesus, to be intentional, to have genuine love and desire to elevate our friendships. So that includes reaching out to the friends that we've left behind during this COVID season and to be intentional with making time with them, loving them genuinely, and to elevate that friendship more and to continue that relationship beyond where you are right now. Amen. And so as we close this sermon, let's pray. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity just to be able to talk to the teens and to share your word right now about friendship. Lord, we just pray that you continue to work in them and continue to work in their situation so that they will be able to keep their friends, revitalize their friendships, and be that intentional, genuine, and elevator friend. Lord, so we just pray over the teens right now so that they will be able to be filled with wisdom to understand who to reach out to, um, what, how to reach out to them, in what ways, in what methods. Lord, so we just pray over them right now and that they would be able to have peace and uh, surety and steadfastness as they approach their friends and as, a, as they approach Uh, the people that they love and that they want to care about this time around, Lord. So we just pray that you would continue to give them that wisdom and that drive and that motivation to continue to elevate that friendships, the friendships that they have, and teach them the love that you have for them so that they can love their friends like you love them right now, Lord. So we just pray over the teens right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.